is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cosmos and the City, the Sex and the City podcast. My name is Megan McKeever, and I'll be your host slash drinking buddy for the next hour or so. So for those of you listening for the very first time, we'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City, and each week I'll have a brand new guest to join me. This week, we have an amazing guest for you, Laura Hartley, and we'll be watching Season 3, Episode 9, entitled Easy Come, Easy Go. If you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City, or on Twitter at CATC Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please go like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows our podcast to grow. And if you have any other thoughts, opinions, ideas, etc., you can email us at cosmosinthecity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from all of you. Hey, have you guys heard about Handy? Okay, so Handy is a website where you can book top-rated home cleaners and handymen. All right, they are friendly, vetted professionals at your doorstep, and you just pick a time and they'll do the rest. Book a cleaner today and save by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash handy. All right, guys, go check it out. This show is brought to you by Boardwalk Audio, and they've got a lot of other awesome podcasts, so head over to boardwalkaudio.com to check them out. And if you like this show and want to support it, the best way to do so is by shopping. That's right. Just go to boardwalkaudio.com slash cosmos, click on the Amazon logo to the left, and start shopping away. We'll also put a link in the show notes. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of Cosmos and the City, the Sex and the City podcast. Today we are talking about season three, episode nine, titled Easy Come, Easy Go. And today I have the lovely Laura Hartley. Hello. Hello. It's me. It's you. I'm here. I know. And my cats are upstairs. Going nuts. <laughs> they are throwing a party. They're inviting all the other neighborhood cats. They're going nuts. Yes, it's they just so slept fun. for like 12 hours and were like, it's time to move <laughs> and not crap over. Now it is time. <laughs> so, Laura, tell us about yourself. Oh, um, I'm originally from Northern California. I'm an actor living in Los Angeles. Uh I have a sketch comedy duo called Gin Blow Productions, G-I-N-B-L-O, like the drink, and (laughs) put your lips together and blow without the W. Uh, And we do videos on YouTube and stuff. We're releasing new stuff. I'm so excited. Um, Sometime in December, whenever I get done with the editing. Yay! Yes! And that's with Jamie Janik. Super exciting. And uh, yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. I'm a Libra. <laughs> what month is that? Oh, I should know. September. October. October. Well, no, end of September into October. So, okay. I mean, like, yeah, same thing. So but you just had your birthday. I did. Yes. Yay. Yes. I'm I'm very pleased to be able to legally drink uh, at the ripe <laughs> old age of 21. Awesome. I'm not 21. You can't see me, but I'm not 21 at That's all. That's okay. You sound 21. Oh my god, thank you. Is that what 21-year-olds sound like? Maybe. Very out of touch. I have no idea. 
I don't come across too many 21-year-olds nope. in my life. They're off very, being very busy these days. Yeah. Um, they're probably still asleep right now. That's true. It's noon. Yeah. No, I heard the 21-year-olds these days are like super hardworking, like very career-oriented, like putting off having kids. They're oh. like doing it, Okay, I think. I don't know. They're very busy. I'd like to meet them. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> all of a sudden, ooh, all this bright young energy. Let's get it. So what's your background with Sex in the City? My background with Sex in the City. Um, I was introduced to Sex in the City in college uh, by my roommate, Allie Dubrow. 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 Good Lord. <laughs> um, shout out. Hi, Allie. Uh, she was like a huge Sex in the City fan. And uh, I started watching episodes, and this was like on HBO uh, proper. So it's funny. It really does hold up and make you view things because I haven't watched it in like a long time. I think I saw the movie, the first movie in the uh, in the theaters. Got very drunk, uh, fell asleep. Don't remember the second half of the movie. I mean, that was still 10 years ago. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. That's a lot to yeah. take in. <laughs> um, and uh, so I probably shouldn't have mentioned that I got drunk. No, I'm kidding. Uh, and then I don't think I've ever seen the second movie. Um, that's fine. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm missing that. Yeah, no. <laughs> but um, I haven't watched the series until uh, doing this. And like going back and rewatching episodes, especially the episode that we're going to talk about. Yes. Dude. Such a big one. Oh, man. Big one. Like it's a big one, <laughs> like for sure. Yeah. It's uh, so I've, uh, I think like in my early 20s, I viewed it one way and then like watching it again now, it's like, oh, I've lived a life. And I also seeing how the characters ended up. And then going back and watching episodes because, mm-hmm. I mean, Steve is in this episode. And are we talking about spoilers? Like, do we care? Oh, if, no, we don't care like, about okay, spoilers. Cool. Like, it's been off the air for a <laughs> long time. You've had time to catch up. Yes. But it's interesting to see, like, how the characters progress and how they grow throughout mm-hmm. the series. Uh, so, yeah, that's my background with Sex in the City. Nice. Yes. All right. Well, uh, oh, cheers. Oh, yes. Cheers. Naturally. <laughs> cheers. Clink. Clink. Mm-hmm. Why did so, we ever stop drinking these? <laughs> because everyone started. Yes. I think that's the line. They are delicious. Cosmos are awesome. Oh, speaking of the movie, I did um so great thing if you have Netflix, the movie's on Netflix. <gasps> it is? Yeah. Oh, I didn't it know. It just that. popped up. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Awesome. Because it's not on HBO Go. Only the series is on HBO Go. Okay. And I think the second movie used to be on HBO Go, but that's gone now. Boo. But the first one is on Netflix. Yes. So, so I can finally see the second half of the movie that yes. I totally missed. Uh, I love the movie. Yeah? Yeah. It's actually a very long movie, too, but it's worth it. Um, It's the one, like... Big and Carrie are finally getting married, yes, right? Yes, they're finally they're, getting married. Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember. And Jennifer Hudson's in it. Yes. And she's the assistant. Uh, yes. Louis, St. Louis, right? From St. Louis? Uh, Louise from St. Louis. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Yes. Oh, God. Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about this episode. Let's do it. So easy come, easy go. So we'll just do like a quick recap. Um. It's not really a quick recap. I don't know why I always say that because that's all this 
all we're doing sure. this whole podcast is, is recapping. recapping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So hopefully it's not that quick. No. And we're done. <laughs> Fairly well, everyone. Scene. <laughs> so it starts out Miranda and Steve are broken up, but yep. they're still living together. Sure are. And um, you know, I love uh she like Miranda's trying to sneak out without waking him up uh-huh. and she's saying goodbye to her, her cat fatty. fatty. <laughs> I love Fanny. Yep. Mm-hmm. The best. And um, and then Steve wakes up on the couch. And Scout's there too, the dog. Oh, yeah. I forgot the dog's name. Yeah. Because he's still with us, right? Yeah. Serious, yeah. Um, and I love, I think that scene is so well done because they specifically mentioned that it's been a couple weeks that yeah. he's been living on her couch. And so I can, you can imagine that she's gotten like over the hump of like, Get the fuck out of here. Sorry, can we swear? Are yeah, we yeah, swear? Okay, no, cool, go cool, ahead. Cool. Uh, but she's like being polite and like, so sorry to wake you. Oh my gosh, you know, and she's like being really <laughs> kind to him. And I think that's a really lovely like way to show the passage of time as far as like their relationship goes and like getting over it and all that stuff. Well, this, the crazy thing is though that they only lived together for like two and a half months mm-hmm. and then they broke up. And now he's been there for another couple of weeks, probably. So getting close to like half the time yeah. that they live together while together. And they were, they're probably happier <laughs> in those few weeks that they broke up. True. Living together. You're right. Cause there's not that pressure to like make the relationship work. Right. So, and I mean, they get along. Like they, in some ways, cause God, when we're introduced to Steve, he just sucks. Like, he just sucks. He's just, like, the episode, I think the episode prior is the one where he's like, we should have a baby. Yeah, like he's annoying in that one. He's so annoying and, like, gets put out and, like, throws a tantrum at the restaurant. Like, what the, no. Mm -mm. Oh, the whole Scooby-Doo scene? Oh, my God. Like, horrific. Like, can you imagine? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I've been there. That hit close to home. Yeah. No, I couldn't believe his behavior. Like, you're an adult. And then I love this episode, too, because it brings up that he's like, we're getting, a, I'm getting ahead of myself, but he's just like out there, like sleeping around while he's still on the couch of his ex girlfriend's house. Yeah. Like, what? And somehow that's attractive to other women. <laughs> What is that? Like, can you imagine finding out? I mean, I'm sure you didn't mention, like, yeah, I'm just currently crashing at the, it was probably like, let's go to your place. Right. But what if she wanted to go to his place? Right? What, what did he say? Oh, uh, bug bombs. <laughs> yeah. uh, massive, Renovating. Yep, uh, massive renovation of my Hamptons mansion. <laughs> My huge penthouse apartment. Uh, I'll have to show it to you next time. Yeah. That we randomly meet in Bone. Yeah. That's just so silly. But anyway, um, they have a lovely little like, oh, I'll find another. Like, I'm still looking. I got a sorry. And they're like being nice to each other, which I think is really like, you're right. I didn't think of that. There's so much thought in this episode Like, Mm -hmm. there's so much care. Like, the editing is so good. And, like, I'm just – this is honestly one of my favorite episodes of the entire series. (laughs) Oh, for so many reasons that we'll get into. Uh, But, yeah, he asked if she will go with him Mm -hmm. to look at apartments. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, um, sure. Because she's trying – It's funny because 
Miranda's trying to fit into those shoes of Steve's that like, it's okay. Like I can still have fun. I can be like low key. We can still be like silly and friends. And you can see that she's like proud of herself for like, yeah, I'll be an adult. (laughs) We can do this friends thing and I'll go look at apartments with you. Like good for her. Mm -hmm. Good for you, Miranda. Um, so the next scene uh, we have is Aiden and Carrie are happily dating. Yep. yep. <laughs> You're so excited. Oh, my God. And I guess there's like a new designer furniture showcase. Mm-hmm. Aiden has like a booth. Mm-hmm. And Aiden is just, he just says the craziest things. Yep. Yep. So this whole you you booth say bitch. booth bitch booth bitch you're my booth bitch you're my booth bitch I meow love it. he goes yeah. meow <laughs> what it's so funny because I want to like Aiden so much and I like him in certain episodes but personal preference <laughs> I guys who wear jewelry like he does it's like an immediate like no thank you oh that's a choice that you made. And I couldn't help but notice he's wearing this like enormous chunky silver mm-hmm. ring on his pointer finger. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I get it. He's hip. He's a designer. Like, oh, he has long hair. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, it's fine if guys want to do that. I just can't date you. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. I just. Won't. A guy that accessorizes more than I do, I can't right? date you. Right. And especially like the big statement pieces of jewelry, like the chunky ring, mm-hmm. like the big, uh, nope. Mm-mm. It's fine if yeah. they want to do it. Oh, I, totally. Yeah. Yes. No judgment. Totally. Do your thing. Whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you feel fabulous. Right. Great. Love it. Awesome. But I just won't <laughs> go home with you. Yeah. That's not going to happen won't for be us. together. Yeah. Mm. Oh um. Booth bitch, so ridiculous. What do you think of that? What do you, like... Well, also, they're, like, freaking making out Mm -hmm. on his furniture. Like, she's sitting on the desk. Legs spread. Yeah, legs spread. He's, like, in there. They're Mm -hmm. kissing and hugging. And I'm just, like... Uh, do you is want, anybody else seeing this? Yeah. Is anybody walking? Well, I mean, it is a, a furniture showcase, so maybe they're showcasing <laughs> what the pieces like of furniture can be used dirty for. Desk here. This is great well for made. fucking. Right? <laughs> this is not going to collapse underneath a good session. Like, what? Good. Yeah, the, like, I, I, I just watching this and I'm like, don't you want people to come to your area? Yeah, like, right. No one's going to come to you. I think the point. I think that. I think that point in the episode is the they're like setting up. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. No, they can't be setting up because yeah, Natasha, Natasha and Big are there. I, as soon as I said that, I'm like, no, that's a- well. Maybe Natasha like dragged him there early, and they've been True. looking at furniture. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe they're just a young couple with crazy sexual chemistry, and they're just can't. Keep their hands off each I other. I think that's it. And yeah. they do, he just doesn't care. He's so, you know, he's just so like, go with the flow. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in love. Yeah. And she's his booth bitch. Yeah, booth yeah. bitch. I love that she's all about it. I got to say. <laughs> like, I love that she's like, I'm your booth bitch. Like, reclaiming. <laughs> yes. Take that power. I'm your booth bitch. And the arched eyebrow. Yeah. The carry. Like, oh, <laughs> I live for it. Oh, my God. She's so good. 
Yeah, so so Big and Natasha show up. Natasha, obviously, and all white. Obviously. I love that she always looks, like, freshly pressed and virginal. Mm-hmm. Like, very, like, always in white. Always, like, they're just doing such a good job of conveying this image. Yeah. And how, specifically, how Carrie sees her. It's so consistent and, like, oh, I love, I love it. And she, so she hides. Drops to the ground. <laughs> like, boom. Like, hit the deck. Oh, man. And Big sees it. her. Uh-huh. Um, and then it's just so awkward. So awkward. Mostly Maple and deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> Such a good line. Oh. And I love that the timing of Aiden coming back is right when Big and Natasha are like, oh, so, like, what are you doing? We, uh, they're, like, starting to fight. Like, we only buy tiny furniture. Teeny, and then Aiden tiny shows furniture. Teeny, tiny furniture. Um. <laughs> And then Aiden shows up and is so effortlessly cool. And the look on Big's face is so good. I think the acting that Chris Noth does in this episode is, like, fucking stunning. He plays this asshole so well. Oh, so well. And I love that it's, oh, God, just start to finish, like, the roller coaster ride of him. I mean, we we identify with Carrie because she's the main character of the story, and that's mostly how we're viewing, you know, all the antics of the show. But particularly the scene in the bar at the end, like you see him just going from panic, going from like just grasping at straws, like his marriage is falling apart. Like I can't even imagine being married for seven months and like I made a mistake and there's this woman and is it right? Like, oh, sorry, go on. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, no, no, no There's so much. Um, But her hitting the deck and then like coming up and saying like, I'm his booth bitch. And the look on their face is like horrified. Like, oh, that's not something you say in company. No. Because she's like, yeah, it's a inside joke. And he's like, I get it. And then they walk off and then Big comes back. Oh, well, first, hold on. There's a couple more things. So Carrie spills the coffee. Yes. Right as she's about to. This is Natasha. And this is. Yeah, because nice she save. never says his name. Sure doesn't. So it's still hidden. And I love that the dialogue is so funny. Like, is that hot? It ain't cold. <laughs> it ain't cold. It ain't cold. Because <laughs> she's because like she spills it on his crotch, and mm-hmm. then she starts like, <gasps> and that moment where she goes for his crotch, and then, yeah, yeah, sorry, like, oh. sorry, sorry, and like the wife like looks at her like, what the fuck, like. Yeah. No, I'm like, going to mop my up job. my husband's crotch. <laughs> that's my job. I signed up for that. Oh, and then she says, oh, it's a lifetime ago. Like, how do you know How do you know them? They seem nice. Like, oh, they are nice. Lifetime like, ago. Lifetime ago. And then ago. they go back to, like, hugging. And- mm-hmm. She doesn't want to confront it. She doesn't want to no. tell Aiden and burst the bubble. Because how long have Aiden and her been together at this point? Like a couple months, maybe? Uh, He's yeah. been in – they met, like, Three or four episodes ago, I think. I would say a couple of months okay. right now. Yeah. So they're still in the newly, clearly, like, mm-hmm. all about each other. Yes. Like, the bubble. And why bring up your ex if you don't have to, right? <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. So then Big does come back. Mm-hmm. Drunk. Drunk as a skunk. <laughs> holding the liquor. Uh, and says... I've got news. Well, no, he like tries to joke. Uh, I love that line too. Where's your sense of humor? Where's your wife? Oh yeah. I'm, oh, Carrie Bradshaw. You. Yeah, she's got zingers all day long in she this episode. Does. 
so many. Uh, I don't know. Like, because every time Big wants to admit something to her, he needs liquid courage. Mm -hmm. And I love that she's so steadfast in showing him that she's pissed, she's done, goodbye forever. Like, it's never going to happen again between them. Like, you're married, you made your bed, blah. Yeah. And, and also, like, he he's so annoying. He always does this. He makes fun of her boyfriend. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. He gives them some crazy nickname. Mm-hmm. You know, like, here it was, like, Paul Bunyan. Daniel Boone. Daniel Boone. Yeah. Um, he does it like uh, that. The jazz guy that he date that she dated for like one or two oh, episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there was like this weird like tr- love triangle that happened yes. with him and Big. You know, he's like, oh, Carrie likes jazz man, the jazz man. You know, and and then with the Russian, mm-hmm. uh, I forget the crazy nickname, but you know, he just the Russian, the Russian. He, he just makes fun of them all, and mm-hmm. it's just like that's just a clear sign that. You wish you were them. Totally. Yeah. Like, why don't you get it? <laughs> why don't – I mean, they're so – I mean, I'm – I think ultimately they are I – don't, I don't know if I believe in people, like, being right for each other, but if people were right for each other, like, Carrie and Big are kind of made for each other – well, I, I like to say they deserve each other. That is a very good way <laughs> of putting it. I love that. That's very clever and very true. Yeah. Because Carrie doesn't always make the best decisions. Mm-mm. And I love that. Like, we're introduced into this world where this fabulous woman, like, writes a sex column. She's sex positive. She's experiencing everything there is to, you know, go through. Uh but she's not a like a hero. She's not a typical heroine, particularly in this episode. Like, right? People loved Aiden, and I remember when this episode, like, watching this in not not in real time, like a couple years past, but like we were furious. Mm-hmm. Like, how could you do this to Aiden? Like, he's so great and he's so perfect, and like, isn't he like so supportive? And he has this line in this episode, like, a special lady needs a special home. Yeah, like, it's so oh, sweet. It's so sweet. It's too sweet. It's too sweet for <laughs> Carrie. They deserve each other. She and Big totally deserve each other. It's true. Um. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack in this. There's so <laughs> so much happens in this episode. Um, like it's bananas. The whole like. When he, like, sets that drink down oh. on the desk. It's such a power move on his part just to, like, un- like just thoughtlessly damage this beautiful handmade piece of furniture. Like, whatever. And then she just gives him, like, ugh, moves it and swipes Wipes it. Wipes it away. Oh. Yeah. Love it. Oof. Um, but, yeah, the whole, like, I have a secret to tell. <gasps> I'm getting out. And her face. Like, she can't help herself always with him. Yeah. I think she conveys that so beautifully because it's 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 what she wants. To yeah. Hear. Yes. Absolutely. Like she's still so in love with him, and she knows that she shouldn't be, and she's like firmly in denial with this great boyfriend. And I love how many times she says the word boyfriend in this episode. Like it has to be like in the thirties. Oh yeah. My boyfriend. My boyfriend. Because she's trying I, to convince herself that she has one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's like, no, I have somebody at home. It's, I care uh, about them. I, I do, I do, right? Right. I made this choice, right? It's I'm not still in love with you. Don't ah! oh. um, I th- yeah, and her like real 
struggle between like listening and not wanting to show a reaction. But can you imagine if like the love of your life was like, I made the wrong decision and I'm getting out. You're like, do you know anyone who's interested? (gasps) I love this editing more than anything in this moment because she goes, you should keep that to yourself. Nobody's interested in that information. Jump cut. Big's leaving his wife to all of her (laughs) girlfriends. Like no one's interested except for my best friends and me. Like it's so clever. I love it. And how enthusiastic she is in the diner with the girlfriends. Like, yeah, that's she, the next scene, right? That is the next scene, so we can talk about it. Um, yeah, I mean, Charlotte. Here's the thing about Charlotte: she knows that Carrie is having second thoughts now totally. about Aiden. That's why she keeps saying, "Like, but he's he's, he's married, married, Carrie. Mm-hmm. He's married. You're not going to do anything. He's married." <laughs> like Charlotte's like, "Come on now," and and Carrie's like, "You're bugging me," mm-hmm. but it's like Charlotte knows. Yeah. Yeah, she smells it. She knows. Charlotte's, I feel like Kristen Davis plays Charlotte, be, I mean, also, obviously beautifully, but you're totally right. I think we are supposed to believe that Charlotte's this like naive, sort of like very traditional, like only values tradition, but you're totally right. She knows it. She smells it. And she's like, don't fuck this up. Like, don't do this to yourself. Right. And it's always rooted in love. For her, I think. For Kristen. For uh, Charlotte. Yeah. For, like, I'm... She's worried about her friend. Totally. You know? But she's also... The other half is that she cares about just marriage in general. Mm -hmm. Like, she thinks, like, a marriage is, like, a holy thing. Yes. You know, it shouldn't be messed with. Yeah. Like, he's married. Uh Uh-huh. Leave that alone. Uh Uh-huh. So it's, like, half that, but half, like, I care about you, Carrie... Don't go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love Miranda's line about, well, that's what happens when you rush into things. Because <gasps> right so, now, Charlotte is dating Trey. Sure is. It's very early, and she thinks that he's the one. Mm-hmm. And saying, so, and they're about to meet Bunny, <gasps> Trey's this mother. This is the episode <laughs> where Bunny McDougal is first introduced. Yes. <laughs> And she's at the at the table. She tells them, like, oh, I, I think that he's close to asking. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what <laughs> are you talking about? Are you insane? How? What are you doing? Yeah. And then I love that it comes back to Samantha. Like, so how did he look? Like, I look. Also, this is where uh, Samantha says the seven-month itch. Mm. <laughs> yes, the well-known seven-month itch. Uh, it is sad. Seven months. I know. God, seven. I mean, well, yeah, I think because the first six months after you get married is like reality sets in. Like, holy shit. This is because I had a, a like, that's the first six months after I got married was like a big mental shift about like, oh, I'm not. Like, I'm not seeing myself in stories anymore because a lot of women are just represented as like single and on the prowl for mm-hmm. a man or they're married and have kids and they're looking for the greater purpose. Like <laughs> that's 90% of the women's roles that we see today. True. Um, and it's interesting because I'm like n- relatively young and don't want kids. You're, you're young. and ju- Well, yeah, <laughs> um, but don't want kids. And now I'm married 
So I'm off the market. So I don't have that impetus to go out. I don't have this sort of thing. Um, so it's, it's interesting. I, after seven months, like I could imagine like, oh no, I mean, not, not that I went through this personally, but, uh, I can imagine like, that's when you reality, like the bubble is kind of stopped of being a newlywed, uh, and, or it could, could have stopped. Uh, and he's starting to like, oh no, this is what life is like with you. Oh, I've made a terrible decision. And their romance was very like impulsive too. Didn't they meet in like Paris or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they met in Paris. I think it was probably a very short um, engagement. Engagement. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't court each other very long. She was a rebound and she's try- like, Big's just trying to get over Carrie mm-hmm. in, in the way that he knows how, which is to woo a beautiful woman and... Have get a big expensive married. Married and <laughs> get married. Like, all right, well, that's one way to handle it. Um, the seven month itch. I know that's so short. Like, how sad. <laughs> oh God. I wonder if they've even been been together a year at this point. Like, I would say Natasha? close to it, probably, but, but probably not very much longer. If mm-hmm. that. Um. So let's see. Uh, Steve and. Miranda, go look at an apartment for Steve. And it's the gateway to hell. Yes. It's a very basement apartment. Crappy apartment. And she's just she feels bad. Yeah. She's like, you can't live here. We'll we'll keep looking. Yeah. And then there's the scene where they're walking down the sidewalk and they're like, I want there to be when it was in an orphanage for <laughs> old boyfriends. Just beds and like financial restitution not restitution that's the wrong word but uh like some sort of setup for success like sorry it didn't work with me Ugh, go to this place i mean i think i think there's probably women out there that wouldn't mind that too i mean i feel like anytime True. you know uh if the girl moves in with the guy or the guy moves in with the girl and someone's usually a little more well off than the other. Sure. I mean, it always kind of sucks for that person. Particularly in this case where Steve is like, they could not be more opposite. Like, right. Miranda's like, I think she's been made partner at this point. Yeah. And, uh, she's about to be. Yeah. And her, or maybe she, no, and, she did. You're yeah. Right. Uh, and then Steve is a bartender that, you know, that's mm-hmm. just still living his life. And and I I do like that Steve just knows who he is. And that's just, he's not looking for any greater aspirations. He's nope. like, just follows his heart. He's childlike. He's just impulsive and just goes where the wind takes him. He's not an actor slash bartender. Yeah, right. He's just, just a bartender. A bartender <laughs> and uh, so she obviously thinks he can't live there because it's scary and he'll get murdered. <laughs> For Scherzies. Um, but he does eventually leave. Yeah. After spending the night out with whatever the face is that calls. Yeah, the girl executive. Female. Yes. And girl executive. Yeah, we can go ahead and talk about that. Uh, yeah, Miranda comes home to a message. Also, like, he gave this girl... His ex-girlfriend's right. phone number? Right. <laughs> what? Like, what? And he was working at the time because I was the girl that ordered the Amstel Light. Yeah. Like, okay, so they met at the bar. He wasn't thinking, I guess, and gives out Miranda's number. Like, 
It's so gross. Yeah. It's like you can hold off for like a couple weeks until you've got your own place. Or say like, like, you know, get, give me a call at the bar sometime or leave a message, you know, here. Yeah. You know. He's so – I mean, I don't think that it's coming from a place of incon- of, uh, of wanting to hurt – like maliciousness. Right, I don't think totally. he wants to hurt Miranda. Hmm. Um, but he just doesn't think like no. how that's going to come off. And God, I half expected her to just delete the message. But she doesn't. No. She, she's mature about it and kind of lets it go. But I think that also shows, because he doesn't think. No. Just like in the last episode, it's like, let's have a baby. Like, Steve, come on. <laughs> like, there's more to it than... And then when she, like, presents him with this perfectly logical episode, or uh, argument of, like, well, I work 14 or 16 hours, and then I'll come home, and then I'll be up all night with a baby... And then I have to work hard to <laughs> afford this beautiful apartment that we currently live in. And he's like, oh, I guess. And like throws a tantrum. Like, oh, God, Steve, I can't. I can't with Steve right now. Um, but when they do actually have the baby, mm-hmm. they she's still working all those hours. But then she hires all these people. Yeah. <laughs> so it works it's, out. And that's what I, I loved going back and watching this because in – when I first watched it, I don't think I was, like, in favor of Steve at all. Like, mm-hmm. fuck this guy. He doesn't have his life together. Like, Miranda's clearly on a track and, like, has her shit together. So she needs a man that's her – I don't know what I saw at that time as her, quote, equal. Uh, and Steve just, like, doesn't have his life together in so many ways. But it's interesting because they really do balance each other out. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, like, you know, it's a nice parallel to the way that life actually works, that life – happens and people go in and out of your life and like they you never know who right. you're gonna end up with you know and then they they do end up together they do and they're really sweet and I like them because they have to go through their lives and trials and tribulations before they finally find each other for the right timing because timing is everything well that's big and Carrie's problem too mm-hmm. right true true so um, but yeah, so Miranda, Steve, eventually at the end of the episode, he moves out. He does move out because yep. he comes home the next when, morning. The next morning when yep. she's like leaving for work, and yeah. he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm gonna get out of here today." Yeah, wonder where he goes. <laughs> I mean, she did circle a bunch of apartments for him. Like she was really setting him up for success. Miranda is incredibly kind in this breakup. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't throw a fit. She doesn't like she's very considerate. Well, she broke up with him. True. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But didn't he kind of like, well, then fine. Like, he didn't really try to talk her out of it. No. And that's kind of my whole problem with this whole breakup Mm. is that I I don't think they really would have broken up. I think they would have reconciled within those weeks of him sleeping on the couch. But he still wants a baby and she doesn't right then. And I think that's... Mm, but I think he would have gotten over that and realized, like, it wasn't the right time to have a baby. True. Like, I, I you know... Yeah. I think just during the, those weeks of him sleeping on the couch, they would have realized, like, oh, we do still care about each other. Mm. Um, maybe we can get past those arguments. But, mm. but instead, I guess, just for the show's sake, they had to, like, really break up. Yeah. And I think, like, just timing is everything. Like, he's not... Because he he goes on to, like, own a, his own bar, doesn't he? Right, with Aiden. Yes. Oh, my God. That's right. <gasps> I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. my God. Ooh. 
And then they run, oh God, I just remember that whole scene where they run into each other, like the two guys yes. and the two girls. And like, oh, so awkward. Uh, no, but I think just for timing's sake, like you, you can't, well, knowing what we know now, we know that they end up together. But at the time, I wonder if they could see past or like trust each other to grow in that way that, oh, he'll get over wanting to have a baby and she'll get over not wanting to have a baby and we'll just stick it out to see what comes of it. Or she's too busy, he's too impatient and impulsive. I mean, clearly exhibited by him like going out while he's still on the couch of yeah. his ex-girlfriend. Like So bad. So gross. Uh, gross. Anyway. So speaking of gross, let's talk about Funky Spunk. Oh my God, <laughs> Bobby Cannavale. So, I was so stoked when he showed up. Yes. I was like, yes. So Samantha is dating Adam Ball, played by Bobby Cannavale. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can say it. Yes. I said like Bobby Carnival. Yeah, Bobby Carnival. <laughs> Good old Carnival. Um, And they, I actually like their chemistry together. Yeah. Um. They seem like they have fun, mm-hmm. but he's got funky spunk. funky spunk. His cum tastes bad. And and I love so, you know, there's another scene with the four girls and Samantha's just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you said, it, this is a very good, well edited scene, right? It's like, I've been dating the guy with the, the most funky tasting spunk. spunk. And Charlotte just a. Bam. Wordless. Like, and we never saw her again. <laughs> it's so funny. It's I so love funny. that she's just like, absolutely not today. Goodbye. Yeah. And then they had this whole conversation about um, blowjobs mm-hmm. and, and, and safe sex. <laughs> safe sex. I love that that's like randomly thrown into the mix. It, like, Carrie calls her out and is like, oh, so are we just giving blowjobs willy nilly? Samantha's like, well, I don't swallow. And I'm like, he's healthy. Yeah, he's healthy. I'm like, oh, so they had that talk where they're like, hey, like, well, I thought it was funny when Miranda's like, well, what if you just didn't do it again? (laughs) And she's like, oh, I never even thought of that. Never even (laughs) occurred to me. Well, because she enjoys it too. Right. So, like, (laughs) I have to get him to change so I can keep doing what I want to do. <laughs> oh, that whole scene is so funny. So why don't you just not do it again? Her grand plan is to feed him um, wheatgrass shots, wheatgrass shots, and like sweet thing. Like, how can I make it sweeter? Also, when she's trying to figure out what it tastes like. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, asparagus, ah! and what is it? What is it? Clorox. Well, it'll keep your whites whiter. <laughs> so many zingers in this episode. Oh, man. It's so gross. Oh, God. No, that would not. Oh, that. And, oh, like, if you don't swallow, it's like, like in your mouth. Ma- like, you have to spit it out somewhere. Like, oh. mm. Yeah. Super do you gross. Think, do you think you would still date a guy if you had funky spunk? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I could get past Funky Spunk. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I wonder. I don't. I, I think for me, like smell and and all that stuff is you know just sexual chemistry is totally important. And like I, I used to date this one guy who was a smoker, and and at some point during the relationship, it was just like it just didn't. 
it just didn't work. Yeah. How long did you guys date? Well, (laughs) pretty long time. So there were other factors exactly. Involved. But so, in the long run, I just knew it wasn't going to work. And I mean, like Samantha's clearly not looking for like the love of her life. Like she's looking for a guy that she can have a good time with, and so she loves giving blowjobs. And this is like a tremendous problem yeah. to the mission of giving blowjobs. Yes, like if the end result is not exactly what you signed up for, like that's a huge bummer. <laughs> like, oh man. Yeah, they go and they go to um, what are these types of restaurants called? It's like just raw health, food or yeah, health, vegan health food, raw restaurant. bar. No, not raw bars. That's oysters, right? Raw bars. Yeah, a raw bar is a is an oyster place. But yeah. then also there's like the raw restaurants. Yeah, with, with just raw food. Yeah. There's some sort of clearly, I don't know if you noticed this, but I love the menus were made of like very clearly handmade paper <laughs> with flowers pressed into it. I was like, oh, what a lovely beautiful. T- I was like, I want to go to this restaurant. I like that server too. I think he is so funny. He's like, here are your wheatgrass shots. Uh, <laughs> Always presented with such pride. This is going to solve all of your problems. You're welcome. And she's like, how long do these take to get into your system? And he clearly has no idea. No, not at all. He's totally bullshitting. Like an hour and a half. Uh. <laughs> Have you ever had wheatgrass? Um, not a shot. I've had it in like, you know, a juice or something. Okay. I've had a shot. I've had several shots of wheatgrass over my lifetime. I'd, I'd say quite a bit. I'd say they're very nasty. Tastes like drinking your lawn. Yeah. Tastes like just like freshly cut grass that you're just chugging. Yeah. I don't know why she thought that was going to help. Well, I mean, it's, it, isn't it supposed to, like, pineapple supposed to help? Yeah, I've like, heard pineapple. I've heard. If that's, we, like, sweet. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know what the, the wheatgrass would do. Neutralize whatever, like, because <laughs> sa- she says it's sour. That's <laughs> yeah, so gross. That's the worst. Like, that is the worst part, that she says it's sour. sour. Like a trip to the rotten egg buffet. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's visceral. That's a lot. Oh, man. Oh, that's a lot to take in. Literally. So funny. Hey-oh. Oh. I don't know. Maybe it would, like, neutralize the, the acidic... Ugh, no. I don't know. I do some Google research later. Ooh, that's a good one. Like fact check. See if does wheatgrass influence the taste of a man's spooge? Spooge. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's my personal favorite way to refer to cum. Because cum. Like, bleh. we're just zinging them out left and right here. Yeah. Okay. So it, we, we'll just talk about this. We won't go in order anymore. We'll just finish up the Samantha and yes. Adam Ball uh, fiasco. Uh, so they go back. Uh-huh. It doesn't help. No. Nope, sure doesn't. Yeah. And in a butt-bearing moment, which should have just been like, I love I love the idea. Do you ever think of like stand-ins for when they're lighting a scene? Like somebody had to stand there. Yes. And just like with the mirror and the... Oh, I love it. I love filmmaking. Uh, so he he does it, and she does not reap the benefits of the wheatgrass shots. And, and finally, she tells him the truth. Yeah, yeah. She she. I respect Samantha for so many reasons. Um, that she just is honest, and she tried her best. And then finally, she's like, mm, "This is gross. This is this is gross, and I'm not going to do this anymore." 
And the, the that is the one one moment of the episode that I was like, ooh, cringeworthy when he's like pushing her head down. Oh yeah, gross, gross behavior. That's bad. Don't do that, guys. Don't just don't just don't. No, no, yeah. He kind of turns into a prick, and yeah, he's kind of like you know, deal with it. I mean, maybe that's just the power of Samantha's blowjobs. That they are so good that men literally lose their minds and just become animals. I don't know. Might be right. But then she has perhaps one of my favorite lines of the entire season, let alone like the entire series, fuck it, is, honey, they don't call it a job for nothing. (laughs) Yes. Like you can hear millions of women. Standing up and slow clapping. Totally. It's true. It's hard. It is hard. I mean, hopefully it's hard. <laughs> but it's also difficult. It's a it's a it's an endeavor. Or it can be. And I think she's right. Like with the she right man, is. it can be fantastic. So true. Oh. But I so I love the um the whatever she figures out, like, you know, fine. You want me to do it? Mm-hmm. You try it. Mm-hmm. If you're okay with it, then I'll continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, that was my one question about the episode. I was like, how exactly, what is he? So it says 10 minutes went by and he tastes presumably his funky spunk. Right. But then she immediately goes down to give him head again. I guess so. Maybe he can just bam, bam, bam. I don't know. I mean, damn. That's that's some rebound right there. But maybe it was just spaced out, but for TV's sake. True. They had to condense it. Yeah. His face. He's like, uh, I'm fine with it. It's fine. It's fine. But he knows. Oh, he knows. It's gross. That shouldn't be what it tastes like. No. No. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, but she, true to her word, she keeps her word and she does it. And she's like, meh, I mean, I guess. All right. And then after this, it'll be bye forever. <laughs> Goodbye, blowjob. Uh, Barely well, Adam Ball. <laughs> Let's see. So, oh, Trey and Charlotte. They finally meet Bunny. They finally meet Bunny. And Charlotte picks up on this, um... That bunny just knows how to the persuade. The forearm touch. Yes. The forearm touch can change Trey's mind in an instant. Can we talk for five seconds about Bunny McDougal's outfit in this scene? Is it a Chanel suit? It is a lime green <laughs> Chanel suit with a pink bow in her hair. Yeah. I fucking love this outfit more than anything. It's pretty much, she. I think in like every scene she's wearing a Chanel suit. Yeah. Yeah, pretty and much. And a bow. Yep. And smoking a cigarette. And the color of Trey's tie is the same color as his mom's suit. Oh. Which I thought was a really nice touch. Good get. For that scene. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well done. Also, Charlotte's lip color in the scene is everything. It's like the perfect <laughs> red. I'm obsessed with it. Uh, so we meet Bunny and the yeah. forearm touch, the magic touch. I don't, I like, obviously, like, I'm, I have never had a son or had much interaction with a mother and son in that way. Right. But I just thought that was so, like the, like the, I don't know. There was something weird about the, like slightly, it wasn't like just a pat on the forearm. It was like a sensual, like, gra- I was like, ah, 
<laughs> I think they're just doing it for the camera to like get across the point. That- no, I don't think so. No? I think because um, we find out more about Bunny and Trey's relationship. True. And the fact of the matter is Bunny, he is her son. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really have a mother-son relationship. Mm, mm-hmm. They had more of a, um, really just more of like a friendship. Mm, yeah. Putting that in that perspective, is a, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, because Charlotte like catches. Because um, it doesn't seem like, I'm not trying to say like, this no. isn't, what is it? Uh, not Oedipus. Who's the mom who sleeps with her son? Is it Medea? No, not Medea. Well, and that's the story of Oedipus, right? It's the yes no yeah yeah Oedipus Oedipus, the Oedipus yeah yeah he he goes he returns and he goes and sleeps with his mom they didn't know no no of course not but (laughs) I don't think this is an Oedipus complex that's happening no I think they just don't have that mother son instinct yeah like relationship that bond um but yeah I mean I love how they introduce Bunny to be powerful but pretty innocuous she doesn't seem to be. Like, she even says, like, I like this one. Right. She seems very fun and nice in the beginning. Yes. But, yeah. And then. (laughs) And then. The Charlotte. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I was trying. I'm trying to remember, like, what ends up happening with Charlotte. I think, doesn't Bunny, like, tell her all sorts of awful things? And, like, like, Bunny ends up being, like, a monster. Oh, yeah. Essentially. Like, later in the series. Well, because really all she wants is for Charlotte to bear a son. Oh, yes, that's right. And she, you know, Charlotte has, can't yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, and she thinks it's all Charlotte's fault. Mm-hmm. And she just doesn't get that it's not. Oh. It's really no one's fault. No. You know, but I I have a feeling that Bunny eventually gets over it and realizes, but... Or maybe she never does. Maybe she's just stuck in her Chanel suit ways. Maybe. Fabulously dressed ways. But Charlotte kind of picks up on this whole persuasive tactic Mm -hmm. and decides to use it. um, Oh, (laughs) that scene is so funny. For her own um, use, uh, but it backfires. Hugely. Oh, can you imagine? I just like, don't know what she was thinking. She what? I think she was just drunk on power. I think she gets like so, like the idea of being in control and like, oh my gosh, I can literally make you do anything. Well, what I want is to get married. And I think she was expecting him to go, oh, you know, because she touches his arm and she says, maybe we should get married. Uh, and then he goes, all righty, and doesn't think about it. It's a right. thoughtless reaction on his part. Uh, and I think she was expecting him to turn to her and like have a magic moment and like totally. Oh my God, you are the one. You're right. We should get married and live together forever. Uh, but she doesn't get it. And I love that she, I proposed to myself. <laughs> and she goes to Carrie's apartment in that fabulous brown dress with the roses, the off-the-shoulder dress, which is so cute. Uh, and Carrie is such a good friend. Like, oh, sweetie, that's wonderful. And they they try and. <laughs> Like, but it's a horrible, you know, story. Yeah. That's what she's upset about. Especially, and I love that Trey's relationship, Charlotte's relationship with Trey is all about what should be, what like the shoulds of Mm -hmm. what Charlotte envisions for her life, like, and her romantic relationships. And then when she ends up with Harry, who's like 
totally not anything she ever pictured. Right. It's but it's magic. Yeah. Like it's perfect magic. beyond all words. Uh, and so from the very beginning of their relationship, like the proposal isn't what she expected. She didn't get what she wanted. And it should have been a sign right there. Yeah. Yeah, but she's so bowled over by, and I, like, yeah, Ch- Trey is about as in- interesting as a dust bunny, but he, like, he serves a purpose in Charlotte's grand scheme. Not scheme, that's the, that seems malicious, but her idea of how her life sh- should go. Right. Um, that Trey is this, like, successful doctor that can, you know, they make a team that they'll go, like, boating together or whatever, and they, like, tell their story of, like, how they met, and the proposal just, like, is a huge, like, Oh, no, this isn't what I thought it would be. But then he kind of saves it. He kind of saves he it. He kind of does. Walking down the street and like, I think we should stop in here and get the most beautiful ring in the world. I'm like, oh, walking <laughs> next to Tiffany's. And another catch, Charlotte's hair in that scene. Yes. Yep. Is sort of like a takeoff of Audrey Hepburn's. Totally. In Breakfast at Tiffany's. I was like, oh, nice touch, guys. Good job. <laughs> I love her dress in that scene, by the way. That big bow on the front. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but yeah, they 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 end up engaged, sort of. Yeah, I mean, I would say at the end of the episode, after they go get the ring. I mean, they're yeah. engaged. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but the scene after the dinner, like, I don't... I. I don't think I would have considered myself engaged at that point. How did the rest of the dinner go? Like, did she bring it up again? Did she, like... Uh, probably not. They just talked about, like, the weather? And, yeah. Like, while she just <laughs> melted down in her own... Oh. She's probably just like, how's that basil salad? <laughs> still fresh? Still a little slice of heaven? <laughs> but is that really just a salad? Like, that's just, like, two slices of tomato with some basil on top of it. Is right? that a salad? I think a cold dish can be called a salad. Okay. I think like any, because I mean, if you think about like tuna salad or fruit salad. True. Like, but eh. I was like, that's just two slices of tomatoes. Yeah. With beautiful basil. Beautiful. Oh, so sweet. Anyway. And then kind of we get into Aiden sanding her floors, right? Yeah. So yeah, there was that whole sweet scene where she, he's like, you got cracks. Mm-hmm. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what? And you know, let's let me let me strip your floors. Let me strip your floors. And babe. she knows. She's like, I don't want this. I feel like she's touched. I feel like, and that's the big thing about Aiden and Carrie is that he points out things that she wouldn't have noticed ordinarily. And in some relationships, that can be really beautiful. Like I think Steve and Miranda balance each other out in that way. Right. But Aiden points out things that Carrie genuinely doesn't give a shit about. Right. So, I mean, she's touched that like this guy wants to do something for her. Like I think her reaction is like, really? Like, oh, I think that's genuine. My floors? Oh. But like if he didn't, she wouldn't give a shit if like. Right. I think it's just the act of service that she's like, oh, you want to? And she's fresh off of seeing Big. So she's like, oh, here's a man who wants to. And I think they even say it. Like, here's a man who wants to build a home. Make my life better. Yeah. And here's another man that wants to tear it apart. Mm -hmm. (sighs) So he does come over. And uh, it's obviously stripping your floors is a big deal. Mm -hmm. You have to move everything. and, And he's got 
you know, plastic sheeting up and music blaring. And I love I, it's another like subtle thing that they're not exactly right for each other no. is that he's like, you won't even notice I'm there. Cut to him with this like music blasting yeah. and like this sander. And Carrie's like, oh my fucking God, I have to. But instead of going to like a coffee shop, she goes to a hotel. Sure does. And I love this. I didn't catch until the second time I watched the episode that she says, this is why I don't, uh, she says something like, this is why I don't do like home repairs. Home repairs. Unforeseen Unforeseen costs. (gasps) Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. (laughs) Like foreshadowing to the extreme. I love it so much. Yeah, and uh, the crazy thing though is he he goes he calls the apartment first. Mm-hmm. Big, big calls. Yeah, yeah, big. And Aiden picks, picks up, up and tells the person where she is. Right. Like, oh, she's just like. How did that conversation go? Yeah. Like, oh, hey, I'm looking for Carrie. Who is this? Oh, uh, her friend. We met at the furniture thing. I just needed to ask her about. Yeah, exactly. Like, did he pretend to be your editor? Like, how or did he did like that how conversation? Did that go? That's a good yeah, question. Totally. Wow. <laughs> how did that conversation go? Uh, I just was wondering if, like, oh yeah, free information. She's at this hotel room. Yeah, and he didn't. I mean, so so at this point though, I mean, I guess Aiden doesn't know that he's going to actually go there. Like, he probably thinks he's just going to call and ask her whatever. Or I'm assuming, because Carrie kind of says it casually. She's not like, oh, I'm going to go to this hotel. This is a new new experience. I'm assuming that the hotel is, like, down the street from her house. And Big might know her well enough to know that that's where she's going. Like, he called and he's like, oh, Aiden's like, oh, she's out writing somewhere. Like, she said something about, like, some... Like, you you know Carrie, she's, like, writing at a hotel. And Big's like, oh, I know the hotel she writes at. I'm going to go see if she's there. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, could be another, like, little Big knows her really well. And Big knows what she's going to be doing. And I don't know. It, it, it It's is, a bit of a stretch. but It's interesting, though, because it's like, I don't know. If I went to, if I was writing, I went to a hotel and... A man called my house and my boyfriend answered. I think Terrence would be like, um, yeah, she'll be home later. Like, call back tomorrow. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't tell this guy where I am. And then if he did... I, I wouldn't Aiden have brought it back up? Like, oh, your your friend called. Did you, did yeah. you see your friend? Did yeah. you, did any, you know? Oh, hey, you missed a call from so-and-so. Yeah, he would bring it up. Did you talk to them? Who is that guy? You know, like totally. any of those things. But then again, I mean, we're looking at life before smartphones. This was 2000 that this episode aired. Right. So this was like way before any sort of like, oh, I'll just text him. Or like, oh, I'll just do this. So it's... I think there was a lot of trust involved in in communication because there's more effort to be made. Right. Like, oh, well, I mean, she's writing at some hotel and Aiden's such a goof that he probably didn't think about it or maybe didn't think about it and maybe mentioned a hotel. Also, how did he even hear the phone ring? True. <gasps> Ooh, mystery. I. That's a very good call. 
Oh, you know. wait. So this show isn't a reality television show? <laughs> Hold on. I'm just a bit of a detective. I love that. No, that's super smart. I love finding out things like that. That's a really good point. Because mm. it was so loud. Yeah. You know? He wouldn't be able to hear the telephone. No. Exactly. So he goes over there big. He goes over there. Uh, goes to the bar. Somehow finds out. Also, he probably didn't know. <gasps> we didn't talk about the... The phone call. Oh, my God. Because Big calls Carrie and is like, you know what I said? Uh, the, I, I was just kidding. Oh. Like, he right, we panics and was that. like, is uh, we because she calls him. And, oh, my God, the digestion of that, like, the message that he leaves. Like, Mar- he, like, Carrie's still so in love with him, but she knows that he's toxic. So she's, like, doing her best to not be with him. But she calls Miranda. And Miranda's like, you know, this is bullshit what are you doing carrie's like but like he wants to get back together right 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 and then the oh i made a huge mistake yeah forget Uh, what i said forget what i said it's gonna cost me too much (gasps) oh (laughs) and i you know that he's talking like specifically financially like specifically i'm sure he didn't sign a prenup and i'm sure he's totally you know that it would cost him way too much because divorces are expensive. Especially if he didn't sign a prenup. Yeah. So that's definitely – and he's so cavalier with all of it. I Forget what I said. No, Don't worry about it. And it's just because he's feeling hurt. Like he's so petty and he's so childish, specifically with Carrie, like you mentioned earlier. Like he makes names for her boyfriends. And yeah. he uh, – and then he says in the bar, like, you didn't react. You didn't say anything. So I got nervous. So I wanted to like play it off. No, no problem. Uh, uh, forget it. Forget I said anything. Yeah, just like that. That's the whole problem. It's like nobody's just being honest with their feelings. Specifically, Carrie and Big are very like not honest with each other. Carrie has this fucking thick ass skin with him physically, like in person. She's like, you know, I have a boyfriend. I have a boy, boy, boyfriend, friend, 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 and just looks furious every time they see each other. But then as soon as they're, she's, they're apart, oh my God, he wants to get back together. Big's leaving his wife. Like she could not be more excited, excited or more invested. And Miranda even says it like, well, I, I think I know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this over and over again. Yep, exactly. Oh my gosh. So then they see each other in the bar and that trench coat, that yes. she wears is so fabulous. <laughs> like some of this, the, I love Carrie's clothes in this episode. There are two outfits that I'm obsessed with completely. Her trench coat is one of them. I love it so much. Uh, and um, the, are we going to talk about that later? Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it. Great. Cool, 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 cool. Um, but she storms down in that trench coat and she has like guns blazing. Like do you, and apparently you have a wife and apparently a drinking problem. Like, Ooh. <sighs> and I, it's interesting to see Big looking weak, uh, him floundering for his words. And in my head, I'm like, dude, you called her. You're the one coming back into her life. Yeah. Like, have your shit together. But it just reflects that he's, he's just panicking. Like, he doesn't know. I mean, in reality, like, he should have had, like, a speech prepared, right? right? That's what everyone does. You yeah. you have, you you know exactly what you're going to say when sure. you see them. You've practiced it over and over in your head. and But he's, this is the first time, like, he's a businessman, presumably. I don't know. Uh, do we ever find out what he does for a living? Uh, I think he's some kind of 
like investment banker in, mergers and acquisitions yes that stuff <laughs> titles and business yes. he's a businessman he's a businessman um, but he's not in control and you see him like panicking when she's like what do you want and he's like i don't know i can't think i he's acting so completely with his heart in that moment and he and carrie are completely on the same wavelength because she does the same thing she tells him no but really, she's like, oh, my God, please, yes. Right. Like, the scene in the elevator. But it's so frustrating. It's like, ugh, because she knows that she should not do this. And mm-hmm. she's like, please stay away. Mm-hmm. And he just keeps forcing himself in. Resurfacing. And, yeah, he can't quit her. And she can't get over him. Ever. I don't yeah. think she ever – there's a moment in the series where she's fully moved on from him. Maybe with the Russian. I think she gets close with the Russian. Yeah. Um, and I think, to be honest, if if everything had worked out with the Russian, I think she would have just been with the Russian. Probably. I think the only reason it, uh, that it she went back to Big after the Russian because it didn't work out with the Russian. Mm-hmm. And Big was there. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they just, they deserve each other. They just are. Yeah. This is, unless I'm mistaken, this is the first time that Carrie makes a decision of this magnitude. Because I remember this episode and her cheating on Aiden. Yeah. Like that is a big ass statement to make with your main character. It's like the worst thing she does. It's the worst thing she does in the series. Yeah. Like really. And you see, I think, I think I remember seeing Carrie differently after this. Like this was a big decision on her part. And at the time I thought like a huge mistake, like how is she going to come back from this? Like, how are we ever going to find her likable? But watching it now, I don't know, now that, now that I'm older and a little bit wiser, uh, I love that she's a fully developed character that makes mistakes, but mm-hmm. is it a mistake? I mean, I ultimately, sure, like based on principle, she should she have been honest? Absolutely, yes. But for her, I think this it, it's all like her relationship with Big is just like a giant treasure map filled with like clues that they're meant to be together and clues that they <laughs> love each other and clues. And isn't this is this the first time that he says I love you? I think so. I think this is the first yeah. time Big says I love you to Carrie. Yeah. Which is like her. Oh, wait, no, it's not. It's not? No. When is it? Oh, uh, like the second season. He he does say it. He does? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Post marriage, then. Like, Uh, (laughs) post marriage to Natasha. Yes. Basically, it's the first time he said it in in a really long time. I would say it's also the first time he said it without her saying it first. Ooh, yeah. And maybe that's the difference is because the first time he's like, he knows that she wants him to say it. Mm -hmm. And and he's like, okay, well, you know, I fucking love you. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, that's right. You know, she like fucking love you. Forces it out of him. Mm -hmm. But this is the first time he of his own like free will really volunteers the information. Says it. Mm. But it's to get her. I think he means, do you think he means it? I think he does. I think he means it. But I also think he still says it because he, he knows that's, like, the where he needs to go to get her to, like, let him in. 
Ooh, so you think he's being intentionally manipulative? Little bit. Mm, I maybe, oh, but I don't want the the purest in me as I'm like because, and I say that because he didn't need to do if he really loved her. Mm. He would let her go. He would let her go. Absolutely. And he's he knows he's married. She, he knows that she, they should have gotten to get back together the right way. Mm. Right? He gets a divorce. Sure. She breaks out with Aiden. Mm-hmm. You know, he tells her he loves her. You know, I love you, but I don't want to do anything physically with this you. This is all very Charlotte, until- by the way. <laughs> this is all, there's a right way to do things. Yeah, like- th- there is. There's a right. They didn't have to cheat on each other in that moment mm. to get back together. Sure. But they, but that's what they were acting like. Mm. They were acting like there's no, no world that we could get back together. Like they could, you know, they didn't have to. But that would acknowledge that would. I mean, their whole relationship is based on what they don't say to each other, as characters. Yeah, and like going home and interpreting it with your friends and like, what do you think he actually meant with this? But she's not being honest either. And like, I think him taking a risk for her him saying I love you without her saying it first is a moment in the series to be sure. But he could have said that without physically trying to kiss her. Yeah, it could have been, it could have been respectful. Like he could have said, I love you. Right. I love you. I just need you to know that. But he's selfish. That's big. I know. Bad big. Well, you know, we talk about like, this is the worst thing she's done, but really it's, I think the second time that they have sex, that's the worst part, right? Oh, yes. You know, it's like yes, the first that time. she continues the affair. That she continues oh, it. Because you do it one time, it's like, okay, okay. I, it, it was, was a caught up in the moment. I, oh, my oh, gosh. I, don't, I wasn't in control of myself. Right. Like, you could, ex- you could conceivably excuse yourself. And like, it's still oh, horrible. It's still horrible. <laughs> but, like, it'll never happen again. I made a mistake. I'll have to live with this. Like, okay. But, but then it's the you're second right, time right. Oh, when you God. put thought into it mm. and, and and you plan it, <gasps> you know. Yeah, this is where I remember going through this in college and being like, Carrie, no! Yeah, it's so bad. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. And, and, she's uh, so, and it's so bad she doesn't even tell her friends about it, right? Right. Oh, And that's, I was also going to say that too, like, yeah, it, it it changes the way we see Carrie, but also it does change her relationship with all the girls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Charlotte gets super mm-hmm. upset about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Miranda is a little more understanding, but she's still like, mm, what are you doing? Yeah. And Samantha is like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're my friend and I love you and sex is sex. So there, yeah. there you go. Oh. God, so much happens in this episode. And it doesn't feel rushed either. The episode doesn't feel like, no. oh, we have to fit in all these storylines. Like every scene takes its time in a way that makes sense. And there's the the heartbreak of Carrie, you know, finally succumbing to Big. And that means like what that inevitably means with Aiden. But then there's also like the balance of like funky spunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it still keeps it like light and. Oh, and then Carrie and or, uh, Miranda and Steve breaking up like that scene when that oh, when they're both barely keeping it together and Steve comes home and the conversation between them of like I I gotta go today. She's yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. I, I she said Steve's I 
keep in touch. But that that's silly, isn't it? He's like, yeah, we could do that. And they both are like, I just, I like it when <sighs> she says, I think we did good. Yeah, I think we did each other proud. Yeah. <gasps> oh, what a wonderful, like, <laughs> that scene just breaks my heart. Oh, my God, it's so good. Um. Also, to we to end the recap here. So one thing, uh, when they're in the furniture uh, market showcase. or whatever showcase, and Big says, "Oh, do you have a smoke?" And she says, "I quit." And he's like, "Oh, we used to always share, share a, a smoke together. Yeah, yeah. A cigarette together." And I used says, to do a lot of bad things. <laughs> no, I used to do a lot of the things that were bad for me when we were together. And then this whole episode ends. With her and him sharing a smoke. Sharing a smoke. And I wonder if it was, I mean, I'm sure it was done intentionally, but I think the body language is really interesting in that scene. Um, As the camera's panning up from that bird's eye view, or not panning, zooming out, uh, he rolls into her and she stays flat on her back and he approaches her and it like puts his arm around her. And I think that's interesting. Yeah, I, you know, as as the episodes progress, I do think that if Carrie had not been dating Aiden, mm. I think he would have left Natasha in an instant. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, Big has a really big fear of rejection, to be sure. Yeah. Like, that's why he, you know, puts on the big show with, oh, I just forget what I said about leaving Natasha. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder. But he also, he's a guy that likes a challenge. He always shows up when she has a boyfriend. That is true. Like, I wonder (laughs) if he's just a fan of the chase. Oh, yes. Oh, big. Hey, everyone. There's more Cosmos on the way. But first, a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. All right. Let's get into some segments. Oh, can't wait. Well, first up, good big, bad big. Bad big. So bad. The worst <laughs> big. But also, oh, I'm kind of a romantic at heart. He's also being, oh, no, he's, it's not good. No. No there's, no, there's no way that you can. I'm trying to justify, like, there's he's none. acting with his heart. He's no. following his heart. He loves Carrie, and he's trying in the best way that he knows how. You're not in middle school. Yeah. We're adults. Yeah. It's like you can you can feel with your heart, but you have to use your head because it's, <sighs> it's not just about you and the other person. There's other people involved, mm. you know? His poor wife. Oh, yeah. Like, poor Natasha. Poor Natasha. Poor Aiden. Uh, so bad. The worst big. <laughs> worst big. Uh, super bad big. All right, next up, how about Hottie of the Week? Hottie of the Week. So who is it? Who's our hottie? Let's see. We have Steve. Ugh. Trey. Mm. <laughs> Trey, Trey looks Trey, Trey looks pretty good this week. I mean, yeah, uh, looks good. He's, he's uh, very. We have Big, mm. um, Adam Ball, mm. Bobby mm. Cannavale. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that it? Aiden, Aiden. Oh yeah. my god, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Scout, and Scout the dog. We did the Scout puppy. last week. Oh, so, yeah, okay. Sorry. So he can't be the hottie of the week. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> he is quite the fine little puppy. Um, who's your hottie of the week? Who do you think? Mm, this is tough. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it to 
Adam Ball. That's what I would say, too. <laughs> Although close runner-up is Aiden when he's sanding the floors. Oh, yeah. Although he is wearing a horrible necklace in that scene. Oh, I feel like I talked about this with somebody because we probably were skipping ahead. But, like, that's dangerous, isn't it? Like, he shouldn't be wearing that necklace using power tools like that. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. He would know better. Yes, he would. I mean, I'm assuming because this, I mean, that would have to go quite the ways. If you were wearing a bracelet, that would be idiocy. But like the necklace, maybe that would be I just don't think you should be wearing any jewelry when you're working with power tools. Well, first, I mean, I'm just. Presumably he's, he knows his way around a tool. That's true. So he's got a good handle on like what he's capable of. So maybe that's, maybe it's a statement of how he's a master craftsman and he like, Mm. he's gotten to the point in his craftsmanship and his sanding floors career that he can wear a necklace (laughs) while he's, ooh, what a sexy badass. Now I feel like Bobby Cannavale kind of has to take the cake. Yeah. I love that gap in his teeth. He's so cute. Yummy. Mm. He's so cute. All right. So hottie of the week is... Adam, Adam Ball. Ball. All right. Next up is let's discuss some crimes of fashion with oh. who, wore what, why. Who, wore what, why. First up, I love just the nonsense of Carrie's outfit in the furniture showcase. Yes. The green cargo shorts with pink tassels, Mm -hmm. the pink bra, the sheer white shirt that is misbuttoned BT dubs. Yes. Like fully off a button and like, oh, I just got dressed in a hurry. Like don't care, whatever. Like love it. I am so in favor of it. Your hair looks so good too. Yeah. Carrie's skin and hair is on point. Like, her skin is luminous. Her hair is voluminous. I'm all in favor of it. Mm-hmm. Like, the blonde highlights, the big curliness of it. Oh, I wish I had curly hair. Whenever I see hair like that, I'm like, oh, I wish. <laughs> I mean, it's like totally the grass is always greener. True. Because straight and thin. But oh, that, like, what's your what's your favorite? Um, You know, I there was just so much going on. I didn't really, like, see everybody's. I noticed that Miranda wasn't in, like, Two crazy, like, men's outfits. Like, she had some suits, but they were very, like, nice and Yeah, she wears flattering. a lot of gray to the office. And then yeah. in her personal life, she has this, like, big, she has, like, this red vest. Like, there's a lot of color in this episode. <laughs> yes. Like, the lime green suit that Bunny wears, which I love. And then Miranda has, like, her pajamas are, like, this tie-dye crazy oh, right. material. It's just bananas. And uh, there's one other one that I can't remember. Charlotte's fairly neutral in this episode. She's got, like, that blue dress. And I wonder if that's reflective of how boring she is with Trey. It is, Mm. totally. She's got to be just more classic beige. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. (gasps) Charlotte's beige now in this season. She's very beige. Very beige. Um, I also liked Natasha's dress, even though it's – Super classic and boring, but it's very pretty. The white dress. Well, so we find out at some point that she like works for Calvin Klein, which then it kind of makes sense to me why she's always in yes. like white or true, just true, neutral true. colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think of Carrie's outfit in the furniture showcase? Oh, uh, I loved it. Oh, and she, with the high heels. Yes, it's just so fuck it. Yeah, it's boost bitch. Like 
Booth bitch. It's just the essence. She woke up that morning. She's like, booth bitch. What would a booth bitch wear? Yeah. And then she wears that. I do love that it's the reflection of uh, Natasha shows up in white, in this beautiful white dress. And then Carrie's wearing this white top that you can clearly see her bra through. She's mm-hmm. wearing these cargo shorts. Like, she's got this white article of clothing to compare and contrast with, but it's very Carrie, the way that she's doing it. Like, right. Oh, and so I, too, thoughtful. love the, uh, the trench coat at the end. It's just mm. so... Classic and mm. it's so cool, and just that whole like, you know, a man is meeting her at a hotel lobby, and she's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna wrap this up and quickly go down, down, and down there and give him a piece of my mind." <laughs> yes, it's very classic. Oh, so good. Yeah, cool. All right, next up, pun of the week. Find anything punny? I think they, I mean, does it count, honey, that they don't call it a job for nothing? I think that's good enough. Oh, that's the great, it's, oh, done. They don't call it a job for nothing. Seventh month itch. Mm. Obviously a play on seven year itch. Mm -hmm. Um, Which gets a laugh from all the girls. Yes. (laughs) I wish Booth Bitch was one. I don't know what that is. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's just fun. It's just weird. Meow. <laughs> I'm a Booth Bitch. Eyebrow arch. So let's see. Um, I couldn't help but wonder. I couldn't help but wonder. So anything happened in this episode that you just wonder what? I mean, I feel like we got into that. The I idea, like, like how, did, how did Big know what hotel she was at? Yeah. Like, That's really the what did that conversation? What was that conversation like? Yeah, the, and how did Adam Ball taste his own spooge? Like yes. that's not how that works. Like just FYI. Like I mean, it might be. Hey, it might be for was, him. It might be for him. Yeah, great, love it. But like that's wow. I always heard uh, that what it's like one once an hour maybe is possible. I don't know if that's every two hours. Is there, is there, a, <laughs> I, I want to find this out. Is there a scientific <laughs> method to figure out? Because uh, I feel like it's got to have time to like build back up again, right? Is that, <laughs> is that how that works? Sure. Let's go with that. I, I feel like, like this is how men talk about women's periods, right? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> they just, it's, they're, they're bleed to death, right? That's just how right. that works. No, I wonder. I mean, it could, it was just 10 minutes and then he's tasting something and then she immediately goes back down. That's the immediately is what I'm like, oh, interesting. Because if they had like a break, he could probably get it up again. Like, I think he could probably. Yeah. Like a couple of times an hour. Hmm. Not saying from personal experience or anything. Interesting. I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. All right. Well, now we've come to the end. You're such a... You're such a... So now, which one of the main four girls did you most identify with in this episode? Mm. Oh, man. Mm. I... That's... You go first. Do you have oh, one? I don't you know. Go first? Yeah. Oh, that's hard. That's a hard one. I think in this episode, 
I'm going to say I'm such a Miranda. Mm. Mm. Because I I do identify with trying to just nicely break up with your boyfriend. Yeah. And just because I am one of those girls that I always try to be like friends with my exes to an extent. Sure. Some of them I know like, this is never, we're never going to speak again. <laughs> nope, we're done. Thank I want you so much for playing. permanently delete you from my mind. Um, but I feel like for for some of them, you know, uh, some of them it was just like, you know, we had our time together. Sure. I still care about you, mm. you know, but we, we're just not going to romantically see each other anymore. No. But we could still hang out. I, I could still talk to you. And mm-hmm. and yeah, and I, I do. I have some friendships that you know, are great and we dated for a time, but Mm. now we're just friends. Mm. I think it's possible. I think uh, in this episode, I, I mean, I always want to be a Carrie. (laughs) I always do. Um, But I think, I think I do identify with just the, I have no choice but to follow my heart in this moment. Mm. Like, I had definitely been guilty of saying one thing or conveying one emotion. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after being called on it or challenged, like, no, you're totally right. <laughs> so, yeah, I have to say. And I think maybe that's why I reacted so strongly to it the first time I watched the episode. I'm like, Carrie, no, like, you always do what's right, you do the right thing. And sometimes, you just like that's life. Yeah. You can't make the best decisions and you, you make mistakes. And you're totally right. I think the bad decision is her doing it again. Mm. But her making this step to invite Big back into her life consciously. Like, oh, Carrie, no. Yeah. But I've definitely had moments like that where I was like, yeah, probably shouldn't have. Yeah. So are you. I'd say I'd, I'm such a, I'm such a Carrie. You're such a Carrie. I'm such a Carrie. Bad behavior. Whoopsies. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. So fun. I think we did it. Yes. I think we did it well. Yes. I think we were fairly <laughs> thorough. Too. Oh yeah. We went into it. All out. Yeah. All right, booth bitch. Uh, I'm your booth bitch. I'm gonna go get some coffee. <laughs> All right. Well, cheers. Till next time, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Well, that's the episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I also want to thank a few people that make the show possible. John Fredette for the music. You can check him out at johnfredette.com. Our lovely and amazing guest, Laura Hartley. Producer, Terrence Deutsch. And everyone over at Boardwalk Audio. Again, if you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City, or on Twitter at CATC Podcast. If you haven't done so already, please go like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows our podcast to grow. And if you have any other thoughts, opinions, ideas, etc., you can email us at cosmosinthecity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from all of you, and we'll catch you next week. All right, cheers.
and a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.